0: I don't want to wait. no peace? because I'm praying i got melting. It's my dreams I'm holding to. i
1: God, all of my
2: know she knew what she was doing and she did all this on purpose okay the queen just gave you cheat codes for trivia second said this <laughs> i know that's right this march baby said white tears yes that's what she did weaponize her white woman tears honey Karen's tears that's what she did so let's look at the video because i found it also interesting honey and uh Senator acting so perplexed as if she didn't realize
3: that she did anything wrong, and everybody was just being so mean, and they didn't get any credit for that. Girl, sit so down, somewhere, honey. I absolutely don't be serious. Did you see this video? This German tennis player Laura Siegman using her white woman tears to get sympathy because a black player Coco Gump, called her out for delaying the game. Before we watch this, let's talk about what happened on the court that led to these fake ass tears. So at this point, the match has been going on for almost two and a half hours. And this entire time, Laura Siegmund is not following what's called the pace of play. That means you gotta be there when the person who's ready to serve is ready to serve. So essentially, Laura keeps trying to ice out Coco. Because the ref has not called out Laura for this, Coco had to say something. Listen. <laughs> You hear how crazy the crowd went? That's a New York City crowd. Ain't nobody in New York City likes when a tourist comes in and starts moving all slow. Pick up the pace. Well, finally later on, Laura does get called out for slowing down the game. It is how she reacts. Oh,
0: right. Right. Here we go. Let's listen
3: up. No, Laura, it wasn't one time. You were doing it for two and a half hours and you finally got called out. And this is what led to the press conference. Listen. I'm I'm just a bit, I mean, at the end of the day, I go home and I can look at myself and I can say,
1: I did a great job. But did I get anything from the people for that? Because they treated me bad. Like, they treated me like I was a cheater. Like, I
3: was, like, trying, you know, sneaky ways to, to win this match. You got called out for breaking the rules. The other players saw it. Everybody in that stadium saw it, and you were given a pass for two and a half hours. But of course, this is what happens when they're held accountable, even in the smallest way. It's just bring on the tears. Honestly, shout out to Coco for calling her out. Because honestly, not only do people of color have to play exactly by the rules, we have to beat white people who are cheating at the game to show that we're even better than them when they're cheating. So yeah, this was very satisfying to watch.
2: Yeah, it absolutely was satisfying to watch, okay? Another satisfied racial moment. Please pay attention. Sitting up there crying, and then she said she didn't get any credit from the people for that. They acted like she was trying to cheat and like she was doing all this stuff. Yeah, you were. You weren't doing all that stuff. Everything they thought she was doing and acted as though she was doing is exactly what she was doing. She was doing it all on purpose, okay? Because she was a noah. At the end of the day, honey, just take your L and please go home. That's all I have to say about that. Now, meanwhile, I want you all to see this video before I get into my commentary. This um, young black man, well, I'm gonna skip that for a time being. let's talk about Florida. But I want you all to see this video of this young black man dating a white woman clearly who thought it was funny and cute uh, and put Nair in his shampoo container and his locks start to fall out and he's sitting there with this dumb smile on his face and I can see anything funny. Uh, but anyway, I digress. But so, meanwhile, in Florida, here's what's going on. They got these wanted supremacists standing out on the sides of roads, telling black people to go to Africa, calling them the N word and all of that. Let me just pull up this clip. Now, I did silence him saying the N word.
4: How much longer are you going to parasite yourself
1: on the white American and take your asses back to Africa?
2: Go back and do something for your own people instead of living on the water. Doctor Blue, stop the nigger. I'm sorry, I must have uploaded the wrong one because clearly I thought I deleted that. But y'all heard what he said? Y'all heard what he said. So this is what they're doing down there for. Please pay attention. And this is all thanks to governor is Satan, okay? In case you were wondering. Now, meanwhile, um, this woman. Put, like I said, narrow in this man's
0: shampoo,
2: fancy.
4: Shampoo. <laughs> oh, you're just a sickest. <laughs> that is bad. Not him trying to reattach his dress. It's just oh no fucking way. Oh my god, shake, shake your head, please, shake your head. Oh my god. There's one that's not even attached. It's just on top of your head. Oh
2: i know that's funny so she really thought that was funny she was having a ball what do you all think of that he was sitting there with this stupid smile on his face i know he wasn't happy about it uh, but uh seemed as though he didn't want to really say what he really was thinking okay why is he smiling it, exactly that was awesome then y'all said i'll be kicking her mm-hmm. Let me tell you something, that was racist, okay? If y'all don't think so, I sure do. That was clearly racist, and he's sitting there dating her, and this is what he did. I don't find anything funny about that at all. Whatsoever. Nothing at all. She's sitting there having a the time of her life laughing like it's all a joke. Anyway, honey, this is what happens. But if you think that's funny, go right ahead, because I'd say anything hilarious about it. No, let me continue. And so, do you all remember me recording on the story where the uh white officer tased the pregnant black woman in the stomach and she lost her baby? Let's talk about it because there's an update to that story. Ex-Miami Gardens cop charge after video shows him shocking pregnant woman, pregnant woman in the stomach with a taser. Now, this happened back in 20, I think it was June of 2020. Okay, but so recently he's been sentenced. Now, on this occasion, she was leaving, I believe she was leaving a club or something, hold on. A now-fired police officer, Florida police officer, mind you, faces battery and official misconduct charges after video shows him dragging a black woman out of her SUV, holding his knee on her neck and shocking her in the stomach with a taser twice. Former Miami Guards Police Department Officer Jody Martell is uh, Jordi Martell is also accused of fudging details of the incident in his report to arrest Sophia Satchel on charges of battery and resistant violence, according to the 7 News Miami. Now, the charges against Satchel were later dropped. And he clearly filed those charges, trying to make it look good, like he was justified and snatching her out of the car and doing something deep. Now, the incident happened on January the 14th outside of Tutti's Cabaret, a Miami strip club, and Martell was arrested that Thursday. As a result of Martell's actions, Miss Satchel suffered abrasions on her stomach from the tasers, bruises, abrasions on her arms, and bruises on her leg. Uh, by filing these criminal charges today against former Miami Gardens officer Jordy Yates Martell. We're saying that these actions are just plain wrong. Well, they filed charges against him, but he only got 30 days in jail, okay? That's just a slap on the wrist. and certainly not a deterrent for any up- of you such a thing. I guess she did lose her baby. Um, I, I, they didn't say it got in there, but there was another black woman that I reported on maybe about two years ago, who actually had the kept her, and she did lose her child. Now, I'm gonna go to the footage. And uh, just look at his demeanor in court because to me, it looks like he almost
4: wanted to smile. Andy Gardens, police officer, has been sentenced to jail time for a rough arrest that was held on camera. What will then be our reaction to a sentence? 30 days, Former Miami Garden's police officer, Jordi Yanis Martel, swayed in his chair while being sentenced to 30 days in the Miami Dade jail and 18 months probation. He is serving a little bit of jail time, so thank you for that. This after his conviction back in June on trespassing and battery charges. This is a case of abuse of the the conviction stemmed from a January 2020 encounter with Sophia Satchel outside Tootsie's cabaret. The club asked Dennis Martel to cite Satchel for trespassing, but when she refused to get out of her car, Dennis reach Martell reached in, pulled her out, and tased her twice. The judge considered words from the victim herself. From his name choking to life father, family paper reports, and lying on me be taped multiple times in the abdomen while being pregnant i want him to suffer as much as he intended for me to suffer that night as well as the fact that yannis martel was also the subject of other internal affairs investigations regarding excessive force including this incident at a racetrack gas station this is not a profession that mr yannis martel is equipped from his actions to him yannis martel also spoke shortly before sentencing as the victim watched I take full responsibility for my actions and what happened.
5: We didn't hear him apologize to her. We didn't hear
4: him explain why he took the actions he did. So, Yanis Martel must also complete 250 hours of community service. He has a week to turn himself in and be able to get his affairs in order. He also has 30 days in which he can file a appeal. Reporting live in Miami.
2: Well, there you have it. 30 days. That's it. Okay. They they may as well have not done anything. And she said she's happy to get some jail time. I'm sorry, 30 days don't do anything for me. How about y'all? How about y'all? So anyway, let's talk about this cop who has gone viral. Okay, this cop from Prince George County. Who's gone viral because of his misgivings or misdeeds that he was doing while clearly on the clock and in his patrol car? Video shows Prince George's officer getting into the back seat of his police cruiser with a woman. Prince George's County Police are investigating a video that shows an officer embracing a woman before getting into the back seat of his police cruiser with her. Nelson Ochoa says he was at South Lawn Park in Oxon Hill on Labor Day and joined a game of soccer with other families when a Prince uh, Prince George's County police cruiser pulled up and parked. Ochoa said he doesn't know what made him start to record, but he did. He says, as soon as I started recording, a car pulled up and a young lady came out. He recorded the two appearing to embrace and kiss one another. Um, And then they got into the back of the officer's squad car. He said, we couldn't believe what we were seeing. And what really made us go, wow, this is crazy, is when the car started rocking a little bit to the left and right. That's when we were like, this is crazy. In broad daylight with kids around? So after about 35 or 40 minutes, the officer and the woman quickly drove away in different directions, Ochoa says. Prince George's County Police released a statement on X. Uh, formerly known as Twitter, saying they were aware of the video and investigated to determine the circumstances. Well, I think we all can pretty much sum it up and figure out what circumstances were, at please. Okay, police told the IT they have identified the officer, though they have not released his name. But they haven't. Multiple police sources told News 4 uh, is Francesco Marlet. and that's who they say he is, Francesco Marlitz who has been suspended from the force, according to police. Ochoa hopes police will take a close look at what's going on in this video, which has two million views online at this point. He says, I'm glad I caught it on camera so Prince George's uh, can see what kind of officer they have working for them, supposedly protecting the community. This is all sort of very, let me just pull up the footage. Let me just pull up, this is what the police are doing the door, please pay attention.
5: Onde lá, que
2: On the news is or looks like the same lady that's on camera uses stolen credit cards. I have questions because it looks like her to me. Now she says it isn't, and she should produce a receipt, literally a receipt that she paid for something somewhere else, some food or something, and then a picture of her on a boat. And they said a the picture had a tie stamp. Now, I'm sorry, but the person on it in the store on the surveillance footage looks more like her than the picture. That's just my way to You all
4: the judge. Woman who was arrested for allegedly stealing credit cards at a Yoga Studio and going on a 73 and charges have been dropped. What was that, Reports. Several weeks ago, we were there when Angelina Diombri was arrested by South Miami police accused of grand theft. Her dad at the time said cops have the wrong person. The state attorney's office agrees and plots The first thing I have in my face is a bright light blinding me. Then I have a gentleman feeling up on me all in between my thighs, my legs, you know, feeling up on me. And another one restraining me and one is smoking a cigarette while they're restraining me. How is that professional? Angelina Giambri says she has been vindicated. I'm not surprised. I have no attachment to the crime. The Miami Dade State Attorney's Office dropping charges against her related to a grand theft case in South Miami. where She was accused of stealing a purse from a notice studio and going on a high priced shopping spree taking thousands of dollars worth of purses with a stolen credit card to David Mall. She's innocent, but I out the rest of the wrong person. So she says, I'm totally in the clear. What do you say? we We were with South Miami Police when they arrested her. They said they received a crime stopper and had a witness ID at Chiang. We didn't get it wrong. Uh, we did our investigation. She was positively interviewed by a witness who was face to face with her.
5: But Geoffrey says she has an
4: alibi. She says she was on a boat and revives this photo timestamp at 11 36 a.m. This was the same time period she was accused of theft. She also had restaurant receipts from her. I saw that video. I heard it was, but it uh, could still be heard. Um, I could leave my investigation with an additional video. It's a veteran officer who rushed to judgment based upon your identification of a witness. They say this is bad policing. This is irresponsible. You say to them, This is not bad policing at all. I- thought I was innocent before I was even in jail. And his words were, I've been here since 8 a.m. I want to go home so you're going to jail. Angelina says that she just simply wants to go on with her life. Obviously, she's very concerned about how South Miami Police handled the situation. The South Miami Police, on the other hand, say, as you heard from the sergeant there, this is an ongoing investigation. We're live in downtown Miami. I'm Ross, okay
2: at the end of the day i don't believe her that looks like her in that store to me what do you all think what do you all think that looked like her in that store and at the end of the day those receipts that she produced are full of crap so anybody can just bring in a receipt from a restaurant that has no pictures on it and say that they were there that that's their alibi what about surveillance footage from the restaurant a lot of these restaurants have cameras nowadays why did not she bring in surveillance footage because that's what i would have liked to see rather than her bringing in a receipt that she'd be paid for something there that's the load of bs as far as i'm concerned and that picture um, i'm sorry you could probably change the timestamp on pictures. It could have been Photoshopped. I'm just saying, how's the prosecutor going to fall for this and drop the charges? Well, because she's white. I guarantee you if that were me, that wouldn't have gone that way. I guarantee you. What the police said would be just what it is. That dark shirt looked like her in that store, okay? I wonder if they checked to see if she had any of those stolen items, because I bet she did. Okay, who else was it with those skinny legs? Did you all not see those chicken legs of the person who was in the store with the big bag purchasing the thousands of dollars worth of items on the stolen credit card. And then you saw the same chicken legs as the police proceeded to put her in the vehicle. I'm sorry, how many sets of chicken legs look exactly alike? I have questions. Alice said, did she pay cash? No, she paid with a stolen credit card. That's why she was accosted by the police. This is all nefarious. Did you find, uh, did anyone find Jonathan Major's girlfriend fled the country? Yeah, I bet she did after she got caught in all those lives. But anyway, I want y'all to listen to this. This is all nefarious. So this is called an act of hatred. Do you all know a 14-year-old white teenager tried to drown a black kid in a pond Okay, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Acts of hatred and violence, okay? 14-year-old white boy tries to drown black boy in Massachusetts pond, taunts him by calling him George Floyd, and now faces attempted murder charge. He also calls him the N-word. Okay, so they say a 14-year-old white boy whose identity remains undisclosed because of his age faces charges in an alleged racially motivated murder attempt involved in another youth. The suspect reportedly threatened the victim with a stone and hurled an N-word at him, leading officials to denounce acts of hatred, particularly those based on race. Now, District Attorney Robert Galibos, uh his office said the incident occurred in Chatham, Massachusetts at Goose Pond on July the 19th. Now, the teenager was at the pond with two others whom he reportedly told that he couldn't swim. Reports said that he was given a life jacket to support himself and with this precaution, he got to the water with the boys that he had just met that day. Once in the water, the juvenile defendant proceeded to pull on the victim's life jacket and then submerged him underwater for four or five minutes, clearly trying to drown him and kill him, causing the victim breathing distress. The third juvenile laughed at the victim during the attempted drowning and referred to the victim as George Floyd. The assault persisted as the 14-year-old swam beneath the black youth, attempting to seize his feet and submerge him again. The prosecution asserts that the bullying ceased only when the victim cried out for assistance from the shoreline, prompting a bystander to leap into the water, rescue him, and bring him to shore. Well, shout out to them, whoever the bystander was. Now, the team was indicted by a grand jury on attempted murder and assault with a deadly weapon charge. The district attorney said the boys' records shall be open to public inspection in the same manner and to the same extent as adult criminal records in court, according to or uh, uh, adding uh, that all proceedings related to this case will be open to the public. Because I will be following up on this also. I mean, teenage psychopaths, please pay attention, natural-born killers. On Friday, September the 1st, both Chatham's uh select board and the Monomoy Regional School District issued statements. Regarding their positions on discrimination and diversity, they say we are determined. We are. I'm sorry. They said we are disturbed and saddened to learn of the event that occurred earlier this summer between juveniles. We do not believe that it reflects the true nature of our community, which is diverse and inclusive. We condemn all acts of violence, particularly those directed at children. Now, they also added that it aims to support the black child and his family during this time. They say the alleged actions are incredibly concerning and stand in stark contrast to the values we hold as a school district and as a community. this is what the superintendent Scott Carpenter said. Acts of hatred and violence are unacceptable, he continued. And we condemn any behavior that seeks to harm or marginalize others based on their race, ethnicity, or any other personal attributes. He also noted that that neither the boy charged with attempted murder nor the other white child who passively participated in the traumatizing, and terrorizing act uh, by laughing? Neither of them attended school in the district. The teen attended a hearing on August the 31st in Barnstable Juvenile Court. A judge ordered that he be held without bail. Wow! His next appearance is September the 13th. I mean, they got him held without bail. But as he should be, little demon seeds far from the big mail. trying to kill that little boy tried to kill that little boy, went over and befriended him just to get him out there to drown him. I just want you all to pay attention. Uh, this is the type of stuff that they do. And this comes from children being taught hate, okay? Because a lot of these kids are taught hate in dogs, as we all know. Yeah, that's right, Leonard. No bail, and he didn't deserve any. Now, if you think that's something, why do you hear this? So, uh, 18-year-old Lennon Latham, who just turned 18, by the way, was found deceased after he went away with his so-called best friend, okay? Well, he went off with his best friend, and I find it also interesting because this is a story that we hear all too often. You all remember Jason White, um, who went off with a group of white folks, then you remember Isaiah, I can't remember Isaiah's last name, he went on a boat with his seven or eight white friends and then they told different stories about what happened. And they said, you now they come to find out his so-called best friend had his father. Now I find this also interesting because you know, these black kids, now they haven't shown any pictures of his friend, but uh, just by his name, I'm sure we can tell uh, that he's uh, he's white, okay? And so here's what they say. This is what happened in the beginning. Now the Miramar Police Department can a search for 18 year old Lennon LJJ of uh, Latham uh, came to a heartbreaking end. Okay, on a Thursday afternoon, his body was found in a lake in Miskaya County. Now, the cause of Latham's death remains unknown, but uh, his body will be examined by the Brown County Medical Examiner, although there is no suspicion of foul play present. This stuff they love to say uh, investigations into the incident remain unknown. Uh, so, I'm going to play these videos of his mother, but let's talk about the autopsy report and what their findings. Hold on just a second. Here it is right here. So as experts in the field, uh, they say we aim to shed light on the details and findings surrounding this intriguing case. With a thorough analysis of the autopsy report, we go deeper to the evidence and implications delivering an insightful and unbiased examination of the circumstances. Okay, so here's what they say. Now they say the circumstances surrounding Lyndon, Lyndon Latham's death are shrouded in ambiguity, uh, giving rise to numerous theories and speculations. On the night of January the fourteenth. Hold on. Hold on, just a second. I don't know what they're talking about. This is uh but like they have some wrong information in here. But anyway, let me continue. So the autopsy of Lyndon Latham revealed several significant findings that shed light on the case of his untimely demise. The initial observations made during the procedure helped establish a foundation for further exploration into the circumstances surrounding the death. Now they say that the examination revealed a plethora of injuries consistent with physical trauma. The body displayed multiple lacerations, notably to the head and upper torso, uh, indicating a fierce and violent attack. And so anyway, let me go to what his mother has to say. This is all crazy. Like I said, this young man had just turned 18 and he left with his free. Uh, so here's a video, that's actually two videos, uh, part one and part two, but I put them together, okay? It's like seven minutes long, pay attention.
1: I was told According to the autopsy, that my son drowned. Accidental drowning. How does a kid that is an amazing swimmer drown accidentally? I don't understand that. Makes no sense. It eats me up inside. My son left home with Jalen Jameson. His best friend, his so-called best friend, went to a park, this guy a park, and all of a sudden my son got upset about something on his phone and got out of the car. Y'all want to know the truth? Let me tell you the truth, because it doesn't add up. My son got out of the car supposedly and left his phones, supposedly. And Jalen claimed he was looking for my child. A very limited area, right next to Vizcaya. This ain't the hood. We don't live in the hood. I looked at the time. And it's 1130. LJ knows he has to get home before midnight. 12 o'clock comes. No, LJ. I said this don't make no sense. <laughs> it didn't make no sense. So I texted him. I said, yo, where are you? No response. 1215, I was like, yo, what's going on? Nothing from my child. So I texted his friend, Jalen Jameson, who told me LJ was in the bathroom his phone was dead and i said Dear, don't lie to me we live in the same complex So then i went to lj's location on his phone because he always turned it on that's how good my child was <laughs> down Flamingo line coming, 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 coming home. So I watched it. My mind says screen record this car moving. I don't know why I did that. I screen record the car coming from the location on LJ's phone. Um, call his phone, nothing. So I said, something don't feel right. Maternal instincts, ladies, fathers, mothers, go with your gut feeling. Don't ever, ever second guess it. I jumped out of bed and I jumped in the car. You won't believe when I got Where the car was, it was in front of Jalen's house, parked up, lights off. Everybody gone to fucking bed. So in my mind, they want me to think that my son is in there and I should go home, right? So I started calling again, nothing. Then I text the boy, "Yo, why Elgin's not answering? What's going on?" Then he tells me they were at the park. LJ got on the car and he was looking for me don't know where he went he went straight to the park and started looking for my son and called the police called everybody i knew and they started looking for my son you know what's the worst word about this this kid jalen jameson went and got his Nobody called me. Nobody came knocking on my door. Nothing. Nothing. You make me wonder why you as parents did not pick up the phone and call me. I didn't even get to see my child. I didn't even get to see my child. You as parents know this? To help your child look for my son, did not call me. Didn't even call the cops. after I called the cops. Huh? Who are you? What kind of human being are you? These people have not even come by and said sorry or give their condolences or anything. This little kid that used to eat at my house, go on vacation with us. I fed him like my own not even showed up and tell me what happened to my son. Y'all, imagine my pain and my anger. Can you even imagine how I feel? It's just the grace of God that's keeping me. I swear to God. And that little boy named Asher, that little boy named Asher is the reason why I'm still breathing. Him and my daughter. They are the only reason. They are the only reason, only reason, that you're gonna save my son. Drowned. Make it make sense. And as parents, you didn't think to come call me. He had dreams. He had goals. He had aspirations. Oh no. Oh baby.
0: I couldn't even have the open thing with my child. I
1: didn't even get to see him. The only memory I have on of Elgin That Tuesday night. He kissed me on my forehead. Making all these like pills he felt sleeping on. love you and I'll see you later my youth that you
0: never care back I don't believe anything that uh the
2: best friend said first of all he had the phones okay he had Leonard's phones and then kept lying, saying that he's in the bathroom, he's asleep, and said all this that the her. Clearly lying. And here's the thing. She said that he went and got his parents and took them with him to help look for linen. No, that's not why they went there. I don't think they went to go look for linen. I think they went to help him dispose of Lennon's body. That's just what I think. I think they went to go help him dispose of that young man's body. That's what I think. I don't think they went there to look for him because I don't think he was ever lost. I think his nefarious friend took him there to do something to him. And uh, the, the parents helped. Just like in the case of the 17-year-old uh, Bobby Quiron Charles. Do you all remember him who turned up uh, uh, face down in a lake after he left with his 17-year-old Caucasian friend? And then the mother supposedly told the, uh, the police that bobby charles left their house walking so you picked him up in your car from his house when he left walking and y'all didn't hear anything else about him until he was found dead please pay attention okay this sounds like the same thing this sounds like the same thing oh and by the way that article that i was reading where they were talking about the autopsy report the, i don't know you know what i think some wanted supremacist posted that. First of all, that was given inaccurate facts. I don't know what happened to my um initial article that I sent to my email. But that's not what happened. You know, as I was reading that, I'm like, this is a bunch full of uh misinformation. Somebody likely posted that just to try to skew the narrative and act like this isn't likely a hate crime. At the end of the day, they deemed his uh death as uh accidental drowning. That's what they did. They said it's an accidental drowning. Okay, so ignore that other stuff that was in that first report I was reading from, because that's also BS. And I further uh, realized as I continue to read it. Come on, black parents, stop it. Let your children go off to sleep. Over oh, with children said This is all crazy at the end of the day. I'm, I'm saying, black people know by now. They should absolutely know by now, but at the end of the day, um, Lennon was an adult. He had just turned 18. He was an adult. He had just turned 18, honey. You have to be careful. You have to be careful with your children at the end of the day. Some of these children are going to listen. That's just what it is. That's just what it is. Uh, case closed. Yeah, exactly. The, exactly, the case is closed. They ruled in an accidental drowning. His mother said he was an avid swimmer. So how did he drown in a lake? Okay, what like she said make that make sense. But hold on, let's get this last story out of the way, then I'm out of here because I have to come back this evening at 7.15. We're gonna have a panel discussion about Erica Mena calling uh, Spice a monkey. And we're gonna talk about uh, Roe Bashee, the young lady who got hit with a brick. We're gonna talk about that because a bunch of crazy stuff going around online. People out here telling lies and all that. Somebody even said that she paid somebody to hit her with a brick. How nonsensical is that? First of all, who would pay someone to hit them in their face with a brick? That's absolutely crazy. She was at the hospital. Uh, they also said she'd have a police report. Well, I don't know if she has a police report or not, but she was actually at the hospital. So she definitely has hospital and medical bills. Because uh, they were saying that her GoFundMe is a drift. It's always interesting when I see uh, black men sitting there talking down on black women. After they've been victimized, please pay attention to make it all make sense, okay? Oh, so crazy! Get it through your thick head, they hate us, they will always hate us in the Bible. White people are the devil, the Bible speaks of straight people looking demonic, sisters, Bible, it inhumane. But don't hold back, beloved, tell us how you really feel. But yeah. Black people do need to get it through their thick hands though for real. Like, why are you still encouraging your children or allowing them to go out by themselves to be the only person who looks like them? That's just not a good thing to do. Now, granted, we know all of them don't do these types of things, but how can you tell who's to? like Muhammad Ali said her outside with sugar and salt and just the like, and you don't know the difference in ticket taste for it I too late. Please pay attention. Okay, so last story. This 17-year-old. Uh, from Georgia was killed by the police Uh, hours after he killed a canine police dog. Now they say that when they caught up to him like some eight hours later after the first incident uh, with the canine they say that he pulled a gun on the police. That's what they say. I don't know if he actually did but it sounds to me like that could be a good excuse to take his life or take that canine's life because we already know how they feel about their dogs.
4: They're tough. A Clayton County police canine is dead, and so is the 17-year-old accused of shooting him. The whole ordeal causing an hours-long SWAT standoff. Investigators say it was just a terrible situation all around. An hours-long search ended in a 17-year-old suspect's death after police say he shot and killed a Clayton County police canine early Saturday morning. It all started when Jonesboro officers were called to a home one extended state hotel off Terra Boulevard for alleged suspicious activity. They got All suspects ended up running away. Upon safety and captain, some of them, uh, drug paraphernalia and also weapons were located. And then upon that, we still had a third suspect at large. That's when they reached up to Assistant Chief Bruce Parks with the Clayton County Police Department says they used their canine officer to assist. to the, so the last um, suspect I'm still at large. What happened was the canine did engage, and then the suspect was able to shoot at the canine and some nearby officers striking the canine. Canine Woro, who have been with the department about three years, died as a result of his injuries. The search went on for about eight hours for suspect Stefan Ford. When officers eventually found the team, they say he pointed a gun at them and say that he didn't drop it, but fired shots, killing him. We, we never want anything like this to happen. We try to use all our training and experience to bring it to an easy resolution, but this is not easy on us. It's not easy on the suspect's family, and it's something that is going to take a while to get by. So be trying to stay truly focused on my mission, but uh, it definitely affects each and every one of us. This investigation has been turned over to the GBI, which is protocol when an officer uses deadly force. Also
2: nefarious. Okay, at the end of the day, like I said, I could be wrong, but I'm going to go with my intuition. And my intuition tells me that they took that young man out because he killed a canine, period. Okay, of the gun. Yeah, well, I'd like to see the footage okay i like to see footage. make it all make sense that's all i'm gonna get to do now before i close out um i noticed that wheezy said something about the the story with the young man having nair in the shampoo and his locks falling out wheezy said that he would have smelled the nair because it smells really bad and that it has to be fake honey it's not fake here's the locks falling out of his head or fake you didn't see the locks all those locks falling out of his head honey. That's clearly not fake. And just so you know, FYI, people have done stuff like that for years, okay? White people play like that. They've been doing it for years. When I was in high school, they used to do that, put nair in each other's shampoo so that when you go to wash your hair, then your hair comes out. Now you say you could smell it, but if they mix it with your shampoo, can you really smell it? Because you could be smelling the shampoo and the nair at the same time. And also, when you put the shampoo in your hair, are you usually in the shower? are you usually in the shower and you grab the shampoo bottle and you pour it in your hand and just put it on your hair like that? That's how that usually happens, right? I'm trying to tell you, beloved, no, it absolutely is real. His lots fell out in real life, in real time. And at the end of the day, that's a joke that they've always played. They've always thought it was funny. Okay, my college roommate who was white thought that was funny and did that to one of her friends. She knew not to try that with me because there would have been a whole lot of uh, knots upside her head. So all I'm gonna say. Okay? It's all so crazy. Yes, sleepers at the party get in there put on their eyebrows. Child, I wish I would go to sleep at a party and wake up with no eyebrows because somebody put there on there. Okay, that party would be turned out. I promise you. All right, I don't play with those kind of games. I don't play those kind of games. That's why I never, in high school, as a kid, elementary, middle school, i never engaged in horseplay when people like to do little horseplay like fighting around you know, acting like they're fighting you and all that or just picking and all this stuff i never engaged in that okay never okay jeff said he don't allow somebody on his box i'm just saying this is all so nefarious the end of the day Yeah, school said they love sick jokes. Yeah, some of them do. And I don't find any of them funny. I don't get down with pranks. And some of these foolish uh, YouTubers, people on Instagram and TikTok going around here playing pranks on people, you gonna ever and find out. Like, I'd be wishing one of them would try something with me. Because I'm not going to take it for a joke. Because I don't think any of it's funny. Like that little black girl who's going around with her little skinny self, going up to people and talking all slick at the mouth. And then when they get ready to whoop off on her, she's talking about, oh, it's a video, calm down. No, the last thing you need to tell me to do when I'm amped up is tell me to calm down, because that's going to make me even more upset, okay, that's all I'm saying. But they going around here playing all these little games and so they're going to F around and find out, okay, that's what they're going to do. Yeah, prank culture, exactly, like grow up, okay. Grow up, this is all ridiculous. Anyway, with that, all being said, I'm going to conclude this broadcast. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Please like and share. Subscribe to the channels if you haven't done so already. Be sure to click the notification bell and click the word also. You're notified each time that we got us by. by Also, please double-check and make sure that you're still subscribed. That you're still subscribed to the channels. And, uh, hold on. Hold on, beloved. Okay, I knew it was one more thing I forgot to report on. So let me talk about this briefly. This is what's going on in Atlanta. 61 indicted in Georgia on racketeering charges to stop pop city movement. Okay, this is all nefarious. The they like these people with RICO charges. 61 people have been indicted in Georgia on racketeering charges for a long running state investigation into protest against a planned police and firefighter training facility in the Atlanta area for critics called Cop City. Now, in the sweeping indictment released Tuesday, Republican Attorney General Chris Carr alleged the defendants are militant anarchists who supported a violent movement that prosecutors trace to the widespread 2020 racial justice protests. Let me tell y'all something. What this is all about, what this is all about is they're trying to intimidate you to stop you from protesting by charging these people with Rico. Okay, I just want y'all to pay attention. I just want y'all to pay attention, call them violent anarchists. But let me continue. They never said that about the Klan. How come the Klan's never been charged with RICO? But I have questions, but let me continue. The August 29th indictment is the latest application of the state's anti-racketeering law, also known as a RICO law. and comes just weeks after the Fulton County prosecutor used the st- statute to charge former President Donald Trump and other uh, other 18 defendants. Now the stop cop city effort has gone on for more than two years, and at times veered into vandalism and violence. Opponents fear the training center will lead to greater militarization of the police, and it will. That's the whole point of it, that's why they want it. Uh, and that, its construction is an urban forest will exasperate environmental damage in a poor majority black area. Why well, don't they take that shit to the suburbs? Okay, excuse my language. But this ticks me off. Why don't they take that out there to the white folk? Yeah, exactly. Now they want to charge people Rico for protesting about it. Most of these and most of those indicted have already been charged over their alleged involvement in the movement. Rico charges carry a heavy potential sentence that can be added on top of the penalty for the underlying acts. Here's the thing. So are they trying to charge these people as if they were the capital erectionists? Insurrectionists? Is that what they're trying to do? They're trying to charge them like they did the people. Uh, there was the so called capital insurrectionists, the whole uh, domestic terrorist group. Okay, somebody said the system is the plan. Absolutely. This the elevation. Okay, so then it goes on to say among the defendants, more than three dozen people already right, facing domestic terrorism charges. It connects violent protests, three leaders of a bail fund, previously accused of money laundering, and three activists previously accused, uh, charged with felony intimidation, after authorities say they distributed flyers, calling a state trooper a murderer for his involvement in a fatal shooting of a protest. So I just want y'all to pay attention to this. They are charging these people with a RICO and calling them domestic terrorists. Did they have all this same smoke, in the beginning for the people that rioted the Capitol on January 6th. Okay, of course they did. But let me continue. The 61 defendants together have comprised to prevent the construction of the Atlanta Public Safety Training Center by conducting, coordinating, and organizing acts of violence, intimidation, and property destruction, uh, says Carr, who was at a press conference on Tuesday. Now, in linking the defendants to the alleged conspiracy, prosecutors have made a huge series of allegations, including uh, everything from possessing fire accelerant and throw Molotov cocktails at police officers to being reimbursed for glue and food for activists who spent months camping in the woods near the construction site. Activists leading an ongoing re- uh, referendum effort against the project immediately condemned the charges, calling them anti-democratic. They say Chris Fire may try to use his prosecutors and power to build, this gubernatorial, to build his gubernatorial campaign and silence free speech. But his threats will not silence our commitment to stand it up for our future, our community, and our city. The top city vote uh, gate sent this all in a statement. Now, Republican Governor Brian Kemp, meanwhile, praised the indictment a in a statement, my top priority is and always will be keeping Georgia safe, especially against out-of-state radicals that threaten the safety of our citizens and local law enforcement. Down Kemp.
5: Now, protests against
2: the training center escalated after the fatal shooting in January of 26, uh, of 26 uh, when a 26-year-old protester, Manuel Esteban Pérez Terán, uh, known as Tor- uh the Georgia, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation has said state troopers fired in self-defense after the man shot at them while they prepared protesters for a wooded area near the proposed facility site. You all remember that I reported on that. I mean, did they really have to shoot that man and kill him? Well, I don't know. It was very suspicious to me. It seemed like they were angry about his uh position with the protest. Now, but the troopers involved weren't wearing body cameras and activists had questioned the official narrative. Well, conveniently they weren't wearing body cameras. I mean, why not? Okay. At the end of the day, anytime an officer takes someone's life and they're not they're conveniently not wearing a body camera, they should be charged with murder that's how that should go i bet you they keep those body cameras on then okay why do we have to go with their narrative because they didn't wear what they're supposed to wear because they could be turned off or took off their body cam no start charging them with murder every time they do something like that and then they'll keep them on but they're not going to hold the police accountable they never do now atlanta mayor andre dickens and others say that the 85 acre 90 million dollar facility would replace inadequate training facilities and would help address uh, difficulties in hiring and retraining, retaining police officers. Now, prosecutors trace the roots of the Stop, uh, Stop Cop City movement back to May the 25th of 2020, the date George Floyd was murdered by police officers in Minneapolis. Even though the resulting pro- protests occurred months prior, uh, officials announced plans for the training center, before the officials announced plan, plans for the training center. Long after the racial justice protests died down, violent anti-police sentiment persisted among some Atlantans and it, it remains one of the demonstrators core driving motives, according to their life. So they're mad because these people don't want cop city. So that's what they're going to do. They can sit down somewhere, this is all very Uh, Sandra said, Enrique apologized and asked for mercy. Oh well, he needs to sit down somewhere because you did what you did. Uh, I hope he serves every bit of it, okay? For those of you who don't know, Proud Boy leader, Enrique Tarrio, he got like 20 years. Yeah, he got like 20 years Okay, convicted, as he should be. 22 years, okay? Proud Boy's leader, Enrique Tarrio, sentenced to 22 years. Partial January 6 penalty game. Tarrio was one of five Proud Boy members, four of whom were convicted of seditious conspiracy sentenced in the last week uh, to some of the longest prison terms yet for January the 6th. Let me say this. You know, I bet that he's so ridiculous, uh, Enrique Tarrio, that he doesn't even realize what's what's happened to him. Okay? He got the longest sentence than anybody for January the 6th. He got the longest sentence. So, so say. <laughs> Don't drop the so all I can say, honey, you want to be down with wanted sprucey Well, guess what? They're not down with you. So you're gonna get the longest sentence out of everybody. Please pay attention. Okay? It's all so nefarious, but that, that's who he is. Ah, Terry Hibbs said, we live in it. Terry. <laughs> Terry Hibbs said, isn't he Latino? He's Afro-Cuban. He's Afro-Cuban, okay? So with that said, listen, We're going to be talking about some topics tonight that are controversial to some because my moderators told me that some people were saying those slick stuff yesterday when I was talking about the lady getting hit with a brick. Let me tell you something. If you're a coward, if you're one of those men who are trying to blame the victim, if you're one of those men who are sitting up and saying she got cheated third, If you're one of those men who say that she's a troublemaker, if you're one of those who says that, oh, well, she's from, she's Somali, I don't have to do nothing. If you're one of those men who feel like all women are independent and say they're strong and they don't need men, if you blame uh, every woman, every black woman for the actions of some, then you don't need to be in this chat this evening. I'm telling you right now, because if you come in here talking crazy, you're going to get embarrassed. I'm going to roast you if I see it. And second of all, I'm going to drop that link so you can get on here and explain why you're so mad. That's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna get on here and let you explain why you're so mad. I'm going to drop the link. So when anybody has anything to say about the one to get hit with the brick, if you don't like what's being said on the panel, please get up here and explain your side of the story and give us your argument and why you have disdain for this young lady because I want to hear it. Okay, I want to hear it. At the end of the day, Nancy said, "Queenie was a woman." I think I don't care who it was. Whoever has anything to say, I will be dropping the link. If you have something to say, if you want to chime in and give your um and give your uh thoughts or whatever, okay, I gladly gladly drop the link so you can get up here. All right, and make sense of it all. Now, with that all being said, I have one more receipt. Thank you, Desmond, for reminding me. I have one more receipt. And I want you all to pay attention. I'm about to put this up on the screen. Let me try to enlarge this. Now, if you all remember, I told you all months ago, I told you all months ago that there was going to be an increase in uh, traffic because the U.S. Is in debt. RG type. Listen, those towers won't click click at leave. I wish they would, because I'm sure they're gonna drop it. But so, anyway, I told you all that there was gonna be an increase in human trafficking because of the United United States being such a deficit and the U.S. dollar on the decline and all of that. Well, listen to this. I'm gonna share my screen so you all oh, you all can see it already. Okay. So I'm gonna read this to you. It says, "Good afternoon, uh, from a friend who has a friend." that works in the VA hospital. They say, good morning. We have a task force unit with police Hello. department and the uh, FBI to come to talk to us at work. They are, there are gangs that has entered the following counties. Please pay attention if you live in any of them. Okay, Jefferson, Madison, Limestone, Bardell, and Morgan, and also Nashville, Tennessee. They are called Bloods and the MS-13. The MS-13 are foot soldiers for the cartels. Uh, They are targeting women, especially women that park away from a building or stores, and then they grab them when they're walking to their car, and also women at night uh, that are at the gas station. Please be very, very careful. Be aware of your surroundings, even more so now. They said they are real bad in Birmingham. Please pass this information along to everyone you can think of, and stay safe by being extremely careful. Share with your female relatives and co-workers. Tell all of your daughters, nieces, and female cousins. All right? So there's a lifeline for today. There's a lifeline for today. Um, it, it is what it is. I'm not saving no females just because they black. I mean, all praises to y'all. Nobody asked you to, Bologna. Nobody asked you to. Okay? Just hope that your mother, daughter, or sister, or anybody that you care about that's a black female never gets bopped upside the head or face with a brick and that nobody helps them. That's all you need to worry about. Focus on that, beloved. Okay? And for all of y'all who don't want help if a black woman is in distress, you can keep that to them. Okay? Because I'm, I'm sure nobody cares. That's all I'm saying. Now, unless you want to click the link when I drop this even, you can keep your comments to yourself. All right? At the end of the day, uh, these men take things too far. That's a mess, his grandson. Yes, exactly. You know, and the thing is, some of these other men, black men, don't want to hold them accountable. Okay, they don't want to hold them accountable. And if you're a man, and here's the thing, for any grown man to say they're not helping a black woman just because they don't know them, well, you sound like a coward. I don't care if you think you're a coward or not. That's what you sound like. Okay, I'm a black woman and I helped a black man who was getting jumped and I'm a female And I didn't know him from a can of paint. It didn't matter if I knew him or not. It's called being on code Okay, it's called being on code That's what it's called Okay, Jay said they seem to be boys not men. Absolutely Okay uh, Jordan G says I'm going all out for black women. Thank you beloved Thank you I'm going all out for black men okay thank you okay some of y'all talk about being on code and some of you too foolish even realize what being on code is at the end of the day all right like i said a lot of them want to sit out here and blame the woman and then somebody says stop blaming everything on black american men um i'm not blaming anything on black american men and why did you feel the need to specify Black American men, because the men that she was there with were Somalia. At the end of the day, black men do the same thing, boo. Black American men do the same thing. I'm sorry. Who was in that store when a 14-year-old boy had to shoot the man who they call the quote-unquote knife nah king when he punched that woman in her face? Y'all sound stupid. Okay? Now, who gets mad? Okay? Quite frankly, y'all sound stupid to me. You talking about uh, don't blame all African-American men. First of all, I didn't blame them for anything. I just said that if you don't want to do anything, then you sound like a coward. That's my opinion. Blame them for what? Because some other man slapped the woman in the face with a brick? So are you trying to imply that black men don't beat on black women, black American men don't? Because there's a whole lot of domestic violence cases that I can go dig up right now. We can talk about it if you want to, OK? All right. right, it's all I'm saying. It's so anyway. Ashimwamba said it was a Haitian with a brief. Well, we already know by now, Ashimwamba, but what is your point? What is your point in telling me that it was a Haitian? I, again, I'm asking you, are you trying to say that African-American men don't do stuff to African-American women? Is that your point? Because if that's your point, you failed miserably. Because I can pull up receipts right now to debunk everything you just said. Okay, let's talk about the black African-American man who just took out his wife. Let's talk about the African-American man who just killed a woman that he was harassing for months. And uh, harassed her and her husband and then he took her life. Okay, let's not go there. Let's not sit here and be stupid and try to act like only Haitians and Africans and other black men. Okay, do these things. When well, we all have common sense to know and eyes to see that there are African-American men who do the same thing. Okay, please sit down somewhere. If you don't like the young lady because she's not African-American, if you don't like the young lady because she's LGBTQ, if you don't like the young lady for whatever reason, because you saw videos of her snapping white men, okay, which those were skits, if you don't like her for any of those reasons, then that's fine. But don't get on here in my chat and try to make up excuses for why she deserved to get hit in the face with a break. Okay? Because you wouldn't be saying that, Asha Mwamba, if somebody slapped your behind in the face with a brief. Okay? You wouldn't be saying, all right, that's what you wouldn't be doing. And y'all know I don't care because I'm going to say what I want to say, honey, Please yes absolutely cats say they take out kill their children and, and farmers and all that exactly march White says speak the truth queen thank you at the end of the day honey y'all know i don't be care about who gets mad because if you don't like what the queen is cooking you can always leave the kitchen like you don't have to be in my chat you can unsubscribe or follow y'all know i'll give zero else y'all do know that right y'all think <laughs> i'm standing just to hear myself talk i'm like literally so serious i don't care whether i have two people in chat uh, 2,000 people in the chat, I'll touch thousand. At the end of the day, I'm going to do the same amount of work and I'm still going to talk the same talk. But that's just who I am. Period. But yeah, Stacey said there's no excuse for her to be smacked with a brick, right? And some of y'all are so stupid. But y'all was sitting here talking about her going around slapping white. Y'all know y'all don't give a damn about white men. Please sit down somewhere. Okay? Uh, I'm sorry. And at the end of the day, like I said, those were skits. Some of y'all are so desperate to try to debunk this woman at the end of the day. And I know some of these black women are crazy. Because they were sitting up here uh going along with Erica Miller when she called Spice the blue one. Well, but anyway, I this. Anyway. So anyway, that's your mom said, Well, I do. I give zero else as well. Peace out. Bye. have a good one. Okay, don't let the doorknob hit you. All right, so anyway, with that all being said. Everyone please like and share. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. Honey, y'all know I can zero y'all. Don't try to get cute with me. Okay? You can't get more petty than me on my own channel. That's what you can't do. I should wobble. Have a good day, beloved and okay. Uh so with that all being said. <laughs> okay, all hell, now I said girl do no disrespect to the queen. Okay. <laughs> but if she can have several seats. But anyway, with that, i being said, everyone enjoy the rest of this beautiful day. Each one, teach one is how we're to Do something productive, constructive, but never destructive. And always remember, beloveds, to keep the most high first in your lives. And don't forget to tune back in the evening at 7.15 for the panel discussion about Erica Minna and uh, the young woman who was staffed with a break. Until next time, beloveds.
4: two fur babies they ran downstairs as soon as my auntie called them to come and eat so I'm doing this one by myself it shouldn't be harassed and they come back up because they're gonna have a full belly got the prepper's warning up here uh, I think it's over uh 14 minutes or so let's see what he's talking about shall we
5: Okay, so here's the deal. When I get this information, I'm going to give it to you, and I'm going to keep giving it to you until it starts to prove wrong. A couple of weeks ago, I delivered to you kind of an emergency broadcast, and inside of that broadcast, we talked about the potential for a major escalation between Russia and Ukraine. Less than 48, maybe 72 hours later, that escalation took place. I just got another alert from an insider that's inside of some of the US government and they have said they expect another escalation here in the next couple of days. Now here's the caveat. Something a little bit different is going on and some open source intelligence operators have given sentiment analysis to the United States of America. And they have said that we can expect a new social chaos or crisis event in the USA. They don't know what the trigger is going to be yet, but what they have done is created basically an ingredients list or a recipe list. All of these ingredients are there, and they say that one trigger is about to pop off, and as soon as it does pop off, you can expect some sort of unrest, just like we had during the riots in the pandemic. Now, this means that you might see cities completely locked down because of social chaos. It could mean that you see businesses boarded up or closed down. It could be the disruption to the supply chain, maybe infrastructural sabotage or terrorism. I really don't know. I can't speak on that. But what I do know is they have given this information to the U.S. government. I saw the plots. I saw all of the basically the ingredients. there, saying this is what's right to happen. It's just going to be the trigger, the black swan that's unknown. Maybe they do know what it is. Maybe it's going to be a chemical attack. Could be something happening with Russia. I don't really know what it's going to be. It could be Trump, could be Biden. Something is going down. Now that means you better have all of your little duckies in a row and you better be ready to basically lock down your own house. You have to be ready to understand your your area of operation, your AO, you have to understand everything that's happening around your area. You have to have a good group of people who are there to help protect you and your family. And you have to, if you're going to go to the store in times of social unrest, you have to be prepared to run every trip like it's some sort of, I, I hate to say it because it sounds so tactical, but you have to run every trip like it's a mission or an operation. And so doing that becomes really tiring on the people, adds to their stress levels, increases the amount of social uh, upheaval or unrest. This is just a recipe for chaos. So we do have a little bit of a prepper warning or an SHTF warning <laughs> here that Again, they don't know what the trigger is going to be, but we just have to watch. Now, if a couple of days go by and we don't see anything major happen, well, we just know that those ingredients are still there. And we're going to look for that black swan event or some sort of other event to really set them off. Now, we know right now the Russian conflict is going to go to the next level. Now, a lot of people are afraid that that next level is going to be nuclear. They are getting their, <laughs> getting their people ready for a nuclear fallout. Europe is getting their people ready for a
0: fallout. China, some secret intelligence, has
5: about using nukes in the operation to retake Taiwan or at least begin to set up a nuclear uh, sort of like an umbrella that once they take Taiwan, they say that this sovereign territory is under Chinese control. And attacking on these grounds would be seen as an attack on China. This is something that you don't really see talked about right now. They don't want you to think about this because as soon as that happens, the US can't touch Taiwan. Japan can't touch Taiwan. South Korea can't touch Taiwan because China will launch those freaking nukes against the USA. They're already in a position of economic power, they're holding these powers. Well, if you walk into an establishment that has like bouncers or it has guards or security, you can see quiet control. And that quiet control is exactly what China has against the USA right now. You walk into the Asian, uh, South Asian Sea, you, you go through there, and you can see through the exercises, the operations, the active military programs that are taking place, that China has that quiet control just like an establishment who has bouncers or a casino that has uh, you know guards on the ground. It's quiet control. As soon as we disrupt that. And that's why China's going to move to take Taiwan in hours. They're not going to F around like Russia did with Ukraine and hope for a multi-day operation that lands them in easy win. No. That in my humble opinion was a distraction to pull the arms, the weapons from the USA pull the weapons from Europe, pull the weapons from NATO, and pull the money out of your freaking pocket so that they can fund this war. Now, they're doing it right. They know exactly what they're doing. And in that, they are preparing for a multi-month, multi-year conflict even. So what are we to do here in our community or here in the proper community? Well, we have to know that inflation is going to keep going in it Here's the thing, inflation is going to come in waves. You're going to see a spike, a little bit of mellowing up. You're not going to see too much regression or the, the downside of the wave. Let me know in the comments what that, the peak and then what the downside is. I don't remember in the wave, you know, the downside of the swell. But then you're going to see that swell again. This is going to happen over and over again as they normalize you being broke. As they normalize you being a poor mother effer living in their world while BlackRock and these other, you know, funding agencies make bank. They're going to keep making money while you lose money over and over again. So inflation is going to come in waves. All of the economists are now recognizing it. They know that soft landing, hard landing, recession, depression, it doesn't matter what the U.S. government wants to call it. What is actually happening is you, the people, are being screwed. And that's a part of that ingredient list I was telling you about from the open source intelligence operators. They have delivered this information to the US government saying, look guys, we are at a breaking point here. A point where the American people start to feel like you're attacking them by letting these prices and the cost of living, the wage differences, by letting these things continue you the government are a part of this problem and that's the point that people are reaching right now and as soon as they see a loss in trust which we already started in 2020 as soon as they see an increase in the people who are angry about their financial position and as soon as they start to see that cost of living outweigh the people's love for what they what country they live in it's game over That's part of that ingredient list. So, as we see inflation go up, these corporations are not going to take a ding. Look at how you have probably seen Oprah and the Rock in the last couple of days. If you watch Instagram or TikTok or Facebook or YouTube or anything, I'm sure that you have seen them on there saying, We, as billionaires, basically want you to give your hard earned pennies to the Hawaiian people who just lost their homes. Not that they could stroke a check under some nonprofit. And they could just build everybody a new home. No, they want you to give your money to them. And the people were pissed. And what I mean is the people were like, no, you give your money. You're the rich. You're the wealthy. You're the powerful. You control everything. And it was a sentiment change. Now we're starting to see it in politics. Every time there's a funding grab for uh, either Republican or Democrat parties as they're trying to go to our next election. The people are like no what is me giving you money going to do for me they know that these are all false promises they know that they are all false politicians they know that they are all running a rigged game that the people's vote means very very little at the end of the day and people are peed off this is part of the ingredient list they don't have money they don't have fun anymore they're angry their mistrust or distrust in government is increasing They're unhealthy because of all the poison that is being spread in food and in what is allowed to the people. They're basically told that they should give their children these nanoparticles, these nasty things, these uh, different ingredients that are listed as disease-causing because they can't afford organic cucumbers and tomatoes and uh, non-bleached flour and non-bleached rice and all these different things because you have to basically be rich to be able to do that. And so for everybody else, the bottom 95% of people who can't even question whether they're going to get a box of mac and cheese or get unbleached flour, get cage-free organic eggs you know that have never been uh, vaccinated or pesticided or anything else, uh, get the, uh, the cheese that doesn't have artificial coloring in it. Who's making their mac and cheese like that? Nobody who's working two jobs to try to just keep a roof over their children's head And now they're starting to be peed off about it. That's part of this shift. So as you watch people, and this is when it's a real tricky time, guys, as you are going to the store, as you're driving your kids to school, especially as your kids are in school or your wife, husband is at work, you need to be on your game. And what I mean is you need to be ready to disengage from conflict. That conflict is going to come at you. You might not want to do it. You might, uh, you know, who knows what it could be? I've got a, I've got a, uh, you know, something in here—a sheet of paper, you know, a, a small bit of paper. Maybe you threw that out the window. Well, somebody could just lose their freaking mind because you threw a piece of biodegradable paper outside of the window. They come up, start hitting your window. I'm sure you've seen the, the memes with that guy who's just smacking that window of the guy in road rage, and he can't do nothing because he doesn't have anything capable of breaking the, you know, the glass there. But he's just mad about it. And then I'm sure you've seen the, uh, the, the shootouts that we have watched recently. I'm sure that you have noticed that we've all become normal to the fact that we are right now seeing almost daily, daily stabbings and shootings and attacks and kidnappings, trafficking. This is the world they're presenting to us. This is where they want us to raise our children. And I guess I'm a part of that analysis because apparently I'm a little bit Be off myself about it. I read something recently from an individual, because the, the different generations are waking up at different times. And this was a younger generation. And this generation was, this person was catching on to the fact that we should be on this earth, growing food, eating our food, having our children, loving our animals, and living our lives. And our struggle should be, how do we work together with our small group or tribe or whatever else? to build that house. Our struggle should not be, how can I make Pepsi some more freaking money so that Pepsi can spend billions of dollars in advertising, and they can rob the world's water, and they can invest in other bold junk. No, our focus should be, how can I build a house with my community? How can I grow food? Do you know that if you set up an outhouse, and you dig your hole, and everybody goes doo-doo in that outhouse. And then in three months, you move that outhouse and you plant a tree, a fruit tree, right where everyone went due do, because they're living on an organic diet, right? Everyone goes to the bathroom there, you plant your fruit tree there, and you do this all across the world, or all across your property, or all across the grove, or whatever you want to call it, those fruit trees will grow faster than anything, any sort of magic dust they can put on them. That's how we should be living, and people are waking up, and people are mad so be watchful be waiting and be ready thank you guys for being here with us today and every day full spectrum survival only on youtube much love from my family to yours
4: let's go look at the the solarium Wow, this is huge. What is this? The Earthship's solarium. You know, I was always intrigued by the concept of the Earthship, right? It heats and cools itself, and especially when I built that one, it was too hot. The earth sheltering of the building, like, you know, it should be... 120 in here right now. feels good. Yeah, exactly. I
0: thought it really quite
4: small. It really regulates the temperature. Uh, I have a lot of thermal mass in this building, the sidewalks, the water features, the, the earth-sheltered wall. So it absorbs all the heat during the day, and then it gives it off at night, so it has an even temperature. A lot of food comes out of here. I've got some squash and some pumpkins in here, and some broccoli. Chinese cabbage, chote, and brown cherries. How long did it take you to build? You build it took a little longer here to no. build. Uh, uh, yeah. no, we have uh, grapes, kiwis, and passion fruits going up the. Uh, and I'm amazed at how fast they actually went up in the rafters.